Hi, I'm Dee Hicks, and welcome to the School of Leadership, leveraged lessons from high-impact leaders. For the past 30 years, I've researched the disciplines, habits, mental models, and assumptions of the most effective leaders. This podcast takes what I've learned from over 2,000 of these influencers and distills it into practical tools and tips you can use immediately. So let's get started. Uh, good evening. Just lit a just lit a cigar from the Oliva factories. This one actually is um, an unbanded cigar, which is uh, called a Puro, and it's a Nicaraguan Puro. Beautiful cigar. It's about five and a half, maybe six inches long, about 54 ring gauge, and uh, mm-hmm. Just finishing a really nice day. And, uh, I want to share some thoughts with you today while I enjoy this cigar. Take another another puff of this cigar. Mm-mm. Mm, wish you were here. Wish you were here with me. Today, instead of recording in the studio, I am at my house. I've decided to set up the podcast studio. My, my little cigar bar inside. Um, is uh, not finished. It's going to be a while before it's finished, enough for me to enjoy a cigar inside the house. So I actually have set up kind of a man cave thing in my in my garage. I've mentioned it in a podcast once or twice in the past, and uh, just a nice, a nice, enjoyable place to be. Good lighting, and it's warm, and it's got a really nice uh, composite floor that's easy to keep clean, and I keep my motorcycles of choice in here today. I've got well, there's actually three motorcycles in here today. That sounds like overkill, but you know, you know me. You're a friend of mine, most likely, if you're listening to this. A few of you might, I might not know, but most of you who listen to this are folks who are friends of mine, or if I met you, you would be a friend of mine. I'm sure of it. And so you probably know that we also have a motorcycle company. That motorcycle dealership is one we do all kinds of great stuff, and so that allows me to play around with all kinds of different motorcycles. And so right now, sitting behind me is a... Uh, Right over my right shoulder there, about uh, 15, 20 feet away from me, is a Triumph Tiger XC. I think this one is a 2015, maybe 2016. It's an adventure bike. It's the kind of bike that can go flying down the highway or jumping up on trails, up in Forest Service trails, that sort of thing. That's enjoyable. Right in the middle sits my good old friend, a 2012 black Harley-Davidson Street Glide. That's a good old friend. I've had that motorcycle for uh, several years. It's got about 23, 24,000 miles on it. And I think I put um, all of those, but maybe five or 6,000 miles on that bike. Ridden that lots of places. Then over to its, to its left is a uh, BMW. Um, this is a touring bike. It's a wonderful bike. It is a, um, it's 2016 K1600 GTL. Go ahead and Googleize that. Uh, BMW is not really good at coming up with names for their <laughs> for their motorcycles, but wow, it's a wonderful bike. It's a 1600 cc, and uh, it's actually a six cylinder motorcycle. Sounds like it'd be massive, and at a glance, it looks kind of big, but it sure doesn't handle like it's big. It's actually it's got a narrower profile than even the Harley does, and it is a delightful to ride that bike. It's uh, called my princess bike. I don't call it that, but. Uh, other people call it that because when it gets cold and rainy, that's the bike I ride. It's got a heated seat. <laughs> it 
passenger seat's heated. It's got nice hard bags on it. That's got an adjustable windshield. It's got uh, rain mode and uh, dynamic mode and comfort mode and all kinds of wonderful little things. There's so much to do while I'm riding that bike down the road. Uh, it's got GPS on it. It's got moving maps. Oh, that's crazy. The whole windshield I can move up and down with a flick of a switch. And woo, it's a nice bike. Love it. So that's where I'm today. And I'm going to have a sip there. Oh, uh, sorry about that. I'm going to have a sip of some really interesting scotch. This is called Grange Stone, and this one is a 21-year-old scotch. It's a Highland scotch, uh, single malt scotch, and it's uh, toward the bottom of the bottle. So I've had this for had this bottle for probably two years, and uh, now I've got maybe two more two more glasses to share out of this. Uh, just wish you were here; I would share it with you. It's really good. Pour it in a nice, beautiful glass and let it sit for a second. It smells really, really good. And that, along with this delightful cigar that I mentioned earlier, is what I'm enjoying. And uh, let's pretend that you're here with me. Let's pretend you're sitting down across from me and I've just poured you a nice glass of scotch. Or if you're not into that sort of thing, then maybe some bourbon or maybe coffee. Something like that. A Chemex coffee. I think I kind of cracked the code on Chemex coffee brewing, too. It's my morning ritual. 4.30, 5 o'clock, 5.30 in the morning, something like that. I'll go through the ritual of pouring the Chemex coffee. But hey, let's get to the point. The point of today's conversation is what I'd like to call showing up is half the battle. Showing up is half the battle. That's what I was told repeatedly when I was a stripling. It was untimely advice. <laughs> and it was given to me by people five times my age and one-third my energy. And it didn't make any sense to me at all. I chalked it up to the confusing mutterings of oldsters, like, get off my lawn, and uh, where's the phone book, and uh, kids nowadays, or put on a sweater, I'm cold. <laughs> I don't know, I've always been able to do the old man voice really well, even as a kid. Back then, showing up for me was really easy. Back then, showing up required nothing more than getting up. And that was easy, too. I've always been kind of a quick starter. I naturally awaken between like 4.30 or 5 every morning. I get out of bed within like 30 seconds. And I race to catch up with my thoughts. And I gulp coffee and grunt a workout out, gobble up the news and gallop to the car or to the motorcycle. And then I gracefully dance through my day like a seasoned barista or bartender. Showing up for me, has never been a challenge. Check that. It's not often been a challenge, but a few times and in a few seasons, it's been indescribably difficult. Maybe you can relate. Showing up is usually not a challenge for you. Maybe you trot into most situations with giddy anticipation, except when you don't. When vision is blurred, when progress is reversed, when the tailwinds turn into sustained gale force headwinds in the dark, then showing up more than half the battle. It's the entire battle. Well, what have I learned when showing up is the battle? Correction. Uh, that's probably the wrong tense. What am I learning when showing up is the battle. To be candid, 
as someone who learns quickly and deeply, this is profoundly challenging for me to master. But at least I know a few things well enough to take a deep breath and to remind myself. If, as a novice pilot, which I am, I encounter a dangerous situation while flying my small plane, I've been taught to calmly aviate, navigate, communicate, in that order. And I'm learning to take a deep breath, literally, <laughs> take the three or four seconds to mentally show up in the situation, and then follow these three steps. To aviate means fly the frickin' plane. <laughs> it means pay close attention to the most important things. Take control of the airplane. It means to use this amazing machine and my experience to get my head and my hands in alignment with the situation. I'm still in the air. The wings are still attached. The laws of physics did not change because the engine sputtered or a storm advanced. To navigate means head in the right direction, at the right speed, and attitude. This includes reverting to the holy checklist. Retrieve it. Look at it. Use it. Don't rely on memory. Pick the best glide speed. Adjust the pitch. Figure out the challenge. Don't rely on my memory or instinct. I know what to do, but I need the prompt of the checklist to calmly focus my actions. To communicate means get on the radio and communicate with those who can help. There are myriad resources available to me by radio. They're there to help. Talk to them. So these three lessons are so tattooed onto my newbie pilot brain that they've actually begun to work their way into those moments or seasons when I encounter storms. As soon as I realize what's happening, or in many cases what's not happening, I take a deep breath or more, calm my sprinting mind, and aviate. I'm flying, so continue to fly. I don't complicate the situation. I pay attention to only what matters. To aviate means to remind myself of the few simple yet powerful truths of my journey in life. Then I navigate. I ensure that I'm heading in the right direction and that I've not inadvertently wandered off course. I set out for Denver, but now I'm heading on a course that'll take me to Bakersfield and nobody wants to go to Bakersfield. <laughs> I check to make sure that I don't give my attention to noisy or alluring distractions. They don't matter. I turn down the distractions and focus. I remind myself of where I'm going and point my life again with pure intention in that direction. Finally, I communicate. This means that I know who the people are upon whom I can call for help. And I call on them. It's a short list to be sure, but they're my people. They're responsive. They're utterly reliable. It means that I need to tell them exactly what I know and exactly what I'm experiencing. This is not a time for embarrassment or pride. And with that, they help. 
They're not critical or judgmental. They're there to help. They also can't fly the plane of my life for me. I'm the pilot. I still need to fly my plane. Perhaps, my friend, you're in a situation right now where the storm clouds have amassed, the darkness has descended and the pressure has increased, where showing up isn't easy. It is a battle. If so, join me as I take a deep breath. Aviate, navigate, communicate. The storm will pass. The clear skies are right over there. You're not alone. Well, the oldsters' ratios may have been off when they said showing up is half the battle. But they were on to something. Show up today. You'll be better for it, and so will those you serve. Something to think about. I hope to see you soon around the corner. Take care. Thanks for joining me in today's School of Leadership. This podcast is part of the Archimedes Experiment, leveraged wisdom from the world's most effective leaders. If you're interested in more, go to my website, dhicks.com. Remember, my first name has only one E. Well, you'll find more short and helpful podcast books and blog posts. If this was helpful, maybe even share it with some of your friends. Have a great day.